wonderful things run in the back and a nice little sign that Sunday school made for me. Thank you for that. It's very sweet. And little sister Denise brought over a uh, uh, chicken pot pie yesterday and I told Sister Wilson, I thought for sure says you baked it in one of our offering plates. And I went back and I thought, oh, there's three here. So she didn't use one of these. say life is a journey but every journey sometimes doesn't go exactly how you, you'd like it to but it's still a journey because you can look back and laugh on some things you can look back at it and, and think of the, the great times but I'm glad that our journey's over. I don't care how rough it's been. I don't care what the dis disappointments along the way, the journey, when the journey's over, church. Every tear that you've cried, every storm that we went through is going to be worth it when I can look my Savior face to face. I could say the past 10 years of pastoring has been smooth sailing. There has not been any problems all the way. But show me a pastor who can testify that and I'll say, you're a liar, pastor. <laughs> I will call you a liar to your face. Because it is hard work. But I got God on my side. Amen. Thank you for being here today. Uh, turn with me. I've got a word and a reminder to us all. Revelation chapter number 20, verse 12 through 15. It's John reading as he, he witnessed these things on the Isle, the Isle of Patmos. It says, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened. And another book was opened, which was the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to the works. Don't you think that you're pulling something over on God? Don't you think that you're getting by with something and God didn't see that and God didn't write that down? He sees things. So when I say he takes good notes, detailed notes, he's doing that even right now. In the sea, I want you to notice this, that the dead were judged out of those things. He saw the dead, small and great. They're standing before God as the books were being opened. And everyone was judged out of those things which were in the books according to the works. And then it says, and the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. So you see, there's already 
there's a difference. There, there were some that were that were already there, but now it's saying that that death and hell were giving up their dead and delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged according to their own works. There will come a time. There will come a time. He's our Savior now, but there will come a time when every man, woman, boy, and girl will face the Lord and be judged according to what we have done with our lives. And they were judged, every man according to the works, and death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. And this is the second death. And what I want to focus in on, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was also cast into the lake of fire. So I just want to remind us that there is a list. There is a list. Father, I thank you. Lord, number one, that, that we know that you see us. But Lord, number one, that you have us right where you want us. God, that we are your children. This is your church. Lord, everything I do, I want to be honoring to you. Everything I say, I want to be honoring to you. Lord, help me as I get through this in Jesus' name. And you may be seated. Lists. If you would happen to ride with my, my boss, Mr. Brower, the owner of the company, you would see some amazing things as he, he has a pre-planned itinerary and we get it every month. I get this and, and, and there's, there's, there's praying and fasting and, and that goes into when I open that envelope to see if my name is on that list for the month. As he has his itinerary, where he's going to be. Is he going to be in the Springfield office? Is he going to be in the St. Louis office? And then he will list different salesmen that he will be riding with or visiting. And, and you pray that your name, and, and, and when you open that up and, and you see that your name's not on that list, and there's great rejoicing. There, there, you hear the, the praises of God emanating from my office, and the, my employees don't know what's going on. <laughs> but he has, if you ride with him, and uh, usually uh, if he does ride, I will be driving, and he, he, he rides shotgun and and uh, most of the time, he, you know, he's, he's the owner. He, so his phone's going off all the time, and he's fixing all these problems. But he'll open up his, his big book, and he'll have for the day today, and he'll have just everything written out, all this stuff uh, that he, he wants to get accomplished for that day. It's this list of goals, and, and, and he just, you know, usually when you get the phone call, hey, John, uh, did, did you get this taken care of? Did that happen? And yes, I got this, and everything's fine. And what he does, he just scratches that off his list. And whatever he doesn't get done that day on that list, it gets added to the next day's list plus whatever he wants to accomplish. And, and uh, it, it's pretty impressive how organized he, he keeps himself. But big executive of a company, he's got a lot to keep on his plate and he's got a lot to take care of. So, uh, but he keeps that list. But, but lists are everywhere. They're everywhere. Um, week or so ago, I, I, I went down to St. Louis uh, to a concert, David Huff, the lead singer of David and the Giants, and uh, the man's got to be 70 plus years old, but I tell you what, the man still got talent oozing through his fingers. What he, he did with that guitar that night was, was amazing. In fact, Larry Carter, the apostolic guitar player, was in the audience, and he just sat there in amazement as watching, watching David play, and, and yes, I'm just going to spell the rumor, I'm just going to say it. I did take a date out on, 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 uh, to the concert. God is good. God is good. You know, when he, 
when he does it, he does it right. So uh, I was terrified, nervous wreck. I remember the, you know, I did everything my father said, you better be a gentleman. And uh, so I was, and, and uh, we had a good time. In fact, my, my children are going down south next weekend, and they'll, they'll get to meet her and her family, and I guess I'll be interrogated, and I'll get to meet her and her family. You see, I, I know her pastor, and, and uh, uh, she comes from a, a ministry family. Her, her brother's a pastor, Pastor Crossan in Highland, and her brother-in-law is a pastor down in, in Sparta. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I just dispel any rumors what you heard. Yes, I did go on a date, and uh, uh, my pastor's wife has been praying and, and conniving and scheming, and and uh, but this was all her doing. But and she's a beautiful woman, and I'm very they're very thankful it doesn't work out. She said it best, John. If this doesn't work out, at least I got a good friend. So but we'll see. Be praying for me. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I, I just put it in my mind. I'm like, it's 1985. I'm going to Six Flags. I'm going to look for girls. That's kind of how I, I got through this. That I, I just put myself back then. But I took her out for a nice, nice meal, and, and it was scary, kind of the similarities to my wife. And it's just, uh, I was kind of freaking out there for a minute, but uh, she was a very dear, sweet, 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 classy lady. But we were at the concert. And uh, at the concert, the first... The first 100 people that RSVP, I'm going to the concert, uh, gets a free CD. Uh, the, that's what it was. It was a, he was releasing a new CD, and this was the concert to kind of a, uh, uh, to celebrate that. A release party, I guess you'd say. So the first thing I did, and, and she got to see me in all my geekness and nerdness, brought my albums to be autographed, so I was, I was a kid. Um, but you go, to the, you go to the Welcome Center. And that's where the, his merchandise was, the David Huff uh, CDs and T-shirts and what have you. And, and on that table was a stack of CDs that they were giving away. But in order to get that CD, you had to be on the list. And I was all excited because I knew I, I said going. I pressed going, 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 going. I want to make sure I'm getting one. And we went through the first page of names. What's your name? How do you spell that last name? going through the first page and turning it over and, 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 and second page and, and nothing and then a third page because it's only a hundred people and they, she got to the last she got to the last last page sis and no no John Heil was on that list and uh, I, I was getting a little I was like oh, I know I pushed that going but and I wasn't going to be one of those you know I did this and I so my countenance was kind of changing I'm sure and a man came behind her and said, oh, there's, there's some handwritten names on another page. But I got my free CD. But you understand my feeling when I know, I, I came in thinking, you know, let's, I had the money. If, I, if it wasn't on there, I was going to buy the CD. So, but, but I was all excited because I knew my name was on that list. It should be on that list. And I'm, I'm, I'm getting my free CD, which I ended up giving to my date. I know, right? Oh, oh. But lists, they're everywhere. You, right now, you, you are on a list somewheres, whether you like it or not, at the courthouse, 
I'm sure you're on a list somewhere. In a social security office, the Department of Homeland Security, a driver's license bureau, maybe even on the church row here, your name is on a list. I'm reading a book that I found uh, of a of a singer-songwriter that I really enjoy, Christian singer-songwriter. He's talking about in the 70s, uh, before, before the internet, before you would find out that a concert was coming and, and before all the technology that we have. He said they were loaded in, a, in an old van in the mid, mid to late 70s during the early Jesus movement in the music. And he said because their hair was a little bit longer and they were coming from California, and going into Canada that they were stopped by the border security. And uh, question of what are you doing? Where, where are you going? Do you have your work visa to get into the country? And unfortunately, he said that our manager didn't have the paperwork at that time for the work visa to go from one place to another. So they were stopped and they were all questioned. What are you doing coming into our country? And this, that, and the other. They had explained to themselves that, that we're, we're coming here to play a concert and we're just, we're just musicians. We're not drug smugglers and we're not, we're not any terrorists or anything, but we're just coming to play music. So eventually the, the phone call came from the manager and yes, this is, these are my guys and this is what they're doing and they're, 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 they're musicians. You can check the van, you'll, you'll find instruments, you'll find amplifiers and all this. But he says that was in 1978. And he says he just tried to get into the country just visiting with his wife going across. And he says he is stopped every single time because they still have his name in the register that he was stopped at Border Patrol, Patrol back in 1978. His name is on a list. He was stopped and he was questioned. He says, here it is, 2022, and this happened back in 1978, and, and I still go up into Canada. He says, every time I go into Canada, I'm stopped because his name is on that list. We have names. If you go through TSA now and, 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 and going through the airport, and I know it's a pain. Those of you who travel, it's a pain to go through the airport. But the, the reason we have all these problems, the reasons that we have all this stuff, is because there's a list of names of people that probably will get stopped at the airport because they're on a terrorist list. They're on a questionable list of this person has questionable activity and will not be allowed to fly. Don't allow them on the airport. So you see, everywhere we go, Everything we do every single day, you may not be aware of it, but your name is listed somewhere. In fact, I need to figure out where to go to get on the list for early voting. So I won't be here that Tuesday. I'm making, we need to get out and vote. If you're not planning on voting, you need to get out and vote. We need to make our voice known. If, if there's principles that you stand on, principles that, that this church stands on and, and, and your own values that our present government is not supporting, then you need to get out and vote and let's make a change. So uh, I need to make sure my list is on. I need to make sure I can take their, care of that early voting. But our, my name's on the list. Your, your name is on the list. But you, we have to understand that there is a list that I'm talking about that is more important than being on whatever list. There's a list that is recorded in heaven. 
And I'm talking about the names of those that are going to heaven. There's a record that God himself records. He makes entries every single day. Now, I'm very grateful that we live in this modern technology that we don't have to write down everything on paper and store it away in a file cabinet. Because I remember those days in the early 90s working at Brower Supply where we had one, two, three, four. We had a five-part carbon triplicate when an invoice was printed. Carbon, what's that? You rip them off and this file, this, this, this copy goes to bookkeeping and this copy goes to the customer and this copy gets filed away and it was, it was crazy. If you go through Mr. Brower's office, there's still some archives of what he used to hand pencil to store away. I'm, I'm grateful that, that we have a computer that will store away these, these important files. But there's an important file that God himself oversees and make entries and, and maintains. And having my name on that list is the very most single important thing that I need to make sure. And I'm telling you here today, that should be the very most important thing that you are worried about, that your name is written in that list. Because I probably will never make the high society list. I'll never make Forbes 400. And I probably won't even make the 4 million. But I want my name written there. My name will never be mentioned in the U.S. Senate, but I want my name mentioned there. I want it written there. So my question to the church today, my question to you today is, is your name on God's list? I want to bring your attention to the book of Luke. Jesus was sending out 70 ambassadors in pairs of two. And he sends them out, commands them to preach throughout the territory, preach throughout the countryside. And they return to bring back the report of what was happening, of what was going on. And they all came back all excited. It's kind of like when we get a missionary to come through this church and and I done told the district, hey, you got, a, you got a missionary coming up 55 and they need a place to preach. I'd be more than happy to send them. We want, we want them to come here. We may not be able to send them off with multi-thousands of dollars, but if we can bless them with a little bit and we can maybe take on a burden for a country across, we'll, we'll take it. Just send them here. This was the same way the missionaries were, were coming back and they were, they were bringing back all the reports of what God was doing and, and I hope to have some missionaries come through. I want to hear what God is doing across the country. because God, God is moving. God is moving. I'm hearing testimonies and we're hearing all of this of how God is pouring out his spirit all over this world. But in the book of Luke, chapter number 10, verses 17 through 19, it says, And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning falling from heaven. Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and on scorpions and all power of the enemy, and, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. 
Now, these are some wonderful things, and, and we are very grateful that we have power over the devil. I want you to know, don't be bullied around by the devil. You don't have to be bullied around. We have authority, and we have power over the devil. He is under our feet, and we get excited about that, and we rejoice about that. But I want you to know that that is great, and that's wonderful, but Jesus draws their attention to something even greater than that. Luke chapter number 10, verse 20, he says, notwithstanding in this, rejoice. Don't get all excited and rejoice that, that the devil is under your feet. He lost the battle 2,000 years ago. He's a loser. He's a loser. So don't rejoice in the fact that, that all of hell is under your authority, but rather rejoice that your names are written in heaven. You want to know why we come and get excited we get excited because God's presence is here and we praise him because he deserves to be praised. But thank the Lord, we ought to be grateful that our name is written up in heaven and it says to rejoice not because the devils are under our feet, but rejoice because your name is written there. What a comforting fact that God has personally written my name, John Edward Hyle, in that list. But Jesus points out, this is the most important thing, that your name is on there. This is the most important accomplishment that I can achieve. I may get salesman of the year, and I may get all these accolades and all this, but if my name is not written there, it means nothing. Absolutely nothing. If you pray for the sick and they're healed, but your name's not written there. You failed. And if devils are subject to you, but your name is not there, you've failed. So I want to know, and I wonder if you understand just how important that is. Listen, the book of Revelation starts to reveal some of the prophecy of Daniel. Revelation 8, 8 through 9 says, And the second angel sounded, as it were a great mountain burning with fire and cast into the sea. And the third part of the sea became blood and the third part of the creatures which were in the sea and had life died. And the third part of the ships were destroyed. And many have speculated that this was a great meteor uh, that, that was cast into, that fell into the ocean. And, and there's been countless books and there's been countless movies that, that have kind of depicted this by Christian authors and, and, and producers and, and, and Hollywood directors. And one was a movie about uh, 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 the Gulf of Mexico. And the experts were predicting a, a, a meteor, an asteroid, to hit in the ocean. And they're saying there is coming a, a wave of 100 foot high that's going to hit the Gulf Coast at 66 miles an hour. And it's going to cause all kinds of death and destruction. And, and there's nothing we could do to stop it. But there was one place that was assigned for safety. But in order to get into this assigned area, there was a list that was prepared and your name had to be on that list in order to get to that safety place. Can you imagine trying to get 
your name on that list? Can you imagine making sure that your family is on that list, that they're going to be safe? I would be more to get my wife and my children and make sure they're safe before me. But we want to make sure that we're on that list. We want to make sure that everything is going to be okay. Because you don't care what other people are doing. You don't. You're worried about yourself being saved. You don't care what your neighbor's doing. You want to worry about, is my name, am I going to get in there? Now, that was just fiction. That was just Hollywood script trying to, to let their imagination go. But in Daniel chapter 12, verse number 1, it says, And at that time shall Michael stand up, the great prince which stands for the children of thy people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. You see, there's a division. You, we will go, you'll see there's a division between those whose names that are written there and those whose names are not. I like the fact that there is no gray area with our God. I'd like you to know there is no gray area. There's no riding the fence when it comes to our God. There's only two paths that there are. As Brother Wilson talked this morning, there's a path that leads to life and there's a path that leads to destruction. There's no possibly you're saved. There's no maybe you're saved. You either saved or you're not. You're either going to heaven or you're not. You're either filled with the Holy Ghost or you're not. There's no in between with our God. But he wants the church to know that, that there is a vast difference and that there is a book and that there are names that are written in the book and there are those that are saved. So my question to you today as a church, is your name on there? Because I hear the question as a pastor of all this prophetic word and all these prophetic events. When is he coming? When is it going to happen? Pastor, we want to know what's the signs. What, what, what can we look for? What does that verse mean? Uh, what does that, that verse mean? In reality, we ought to be asking the question, is my name written there? Is my name written there? Because if it is, it don't matter what happens to this world. It doesn't matter what time or this event's going to happen or that event is going to happen. If my name is written there, then I'm ready. And I want to be ready when the trumpet sounds. I want to be ready because he will not give me an advance notice. I know me and God are pretty tight, but he won't give me that notice. You think we're living in troubled times now? And we are. You think there's trouble all around our country and all around the globe? And there is. But I don't want to miss when he calls. I don't want to be here after the church is raptured. I don't want to be around to understand what's going to happen. But I do want to make sure that my name is on that list. I want to be on God's list. Because many men throughout the whole Bible, if you study, knew about this. Moses did. And after the people of Israel sinned, God was ready just to destroy them all. Moses in Exodus chapter number 32. <coughs> Moses interceded and said, Yet now if thou 
wilt forgive their sin. And if not, blot me, I pray thee, out of thy book which thou hast written. And the Lord said unto Moses, Whosoever hath sinned against me, him will I blot out of my book. God maintains this list. Because not every name that is penned there does he write in permanent ink. I want you to know that. Our decisions, our actions will determine if that name stays on the list. Don't you believe the eternal security? Don't you believe that once saved, always saved doctrine? Because we have the actions to have our name removed. Yes, God wants everybody to be saved, but we are responsible for our own actions. So your name could be written there. Or your name could be blotted out. Paul also knew this book. Sister Haley, I don't know if I gave you this. Philippians 4 and 3. says, I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow. Help these women which labored with me in the gospel. Clement also. And with uh, other, my fellow laborers, whose names are in the book of life. John the Revelator saw these books. He saw them opened. And he spoke of the book in Revelation 3, verse number 5. He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in right raiment. And I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father and before the angels. Again, your name needs to be written there. I don't want to be so bent on making sure my name is published throughout this community. I don't, it doesn't matter if this town knows who Pastor Hyle is, but I want my name to be written there. It doesn't matter if I ever see my name in lights or in papers or, or magazines. That's not what I'm worried about. But what I'm worried about is my name written there. You see, we get so busy with life. We get so busy with trying to get things accomplished. And we all have things that we have to do throughout our routine of getting up in the morning, getting ready to go to school or go to work and, 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 and go through all the chores of, of getting through the day, what we have to accomplish at work and coming home and, and things that we got to get done at the house and eat dinner and I got this to do this person and that person I gotta go here and I gotta go there and next thing you know it's eight nine o'clock at night and one day is gone and we go to bed and guess what we get to do we get to do it all over again the next morning my father who retired from terminal railroad in Madison said that you know I when I retired from the railroad, I kind of thought that I would have time to travel. And I would have all this time, and he loved to fish, that I would be spend the day out on the lake and just, well, what he did wasn't fishing. It was napping while there was a worm in the water. That's what I call it. He just enjoyed being outside. I get it. I do too. I thought I would have time to fish, and he, he built uh, – RC planes that, that I have at my house now, and he had, he, he joined a, 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 an RC plane uh, uh, t 
team and, and, and joined this club in, in, in Edwardsville. And he, had, I, I, he just had this vision of flying planes. And, and he had a lot of things that he, he, he envisioned that he would do. And he said, son, I'll be honest with you. I thought I would retire, and I thought the clock would actually slow down. He says, but one day just segs right into the next day. That segs into the next day. You see, time does not slow down any. It's amazing how much stuff we try to cram into uh, one day. It really is. My head spins sometimes when I think of all the things that I got to try and uh, keep up on and everything that I'm trying to juggle and, and get done within one day's time. When I was talking to, to Angela, kind of telling her what I do, and I just seen her eyes glaze over. <laughs> well, this is, you know, between church and, and work and I travel and my kids and, and all the other craziness that I got go on. This, this is what I do. And, and uh, so she understands me, and she understands that I'm just a busy person, which I, I personally enjoy. I know some people don't like to stay busy. They just, you know, rather be doing nothing. Well, that's not how my my makeup is my my makeup is let's go let's get accomplished and let's get done i'll be honest with you i if i go through a day and i feel like i didn't get something accomplished i feel like i just wasted a whole day so there may be a saturday that somebody's preaching here and i got the whole saturday to myself i'm going to get something done remodeled my master bathroom because well it was there and i just wanted to do it so i did it but i'm going to be doing something to keep myself busy but if I am so busy and trying to preoccupy my time and, and forget about what's mainly should be important to me, what am I doing for the kingdom? What am I doing for the kingdom? What am I doing? Am, am I so preoccupying my time with other things that I'm not even worried about is my name written in that list? So God gave me this for us to reflect on where are we now? And if your name is not on that list, how do I make sure? How do I get my name on that list? I want you to know, I don't have the power to put my name on that list. Another hand has to write that. I can sign checks and we're going to have, a, as soon as service is over, we're going to be given an offering to move the mission. So I, I signed a check on that. I can put my name on that check and put it in there. That's my name. I can sign legal documents. I can sign an application to a loan and put my, put my name on it. And I can buy things. I sign credit card receipts and all these things. I can sign my name in a variety of places. But I can't put my name up there personally. Nobody can. I don't care how smart you are. I don't care if you're a scientist. You cannot get there with your name personally written on it by yourself. No preacher can do it for you. I want you to know there's nothing I could do to personally put your name on that list. Oh, I'm sure there's, there's plenty of people here. Your, your name is on the, the voting list of the register of this church. But you cannot personally put your name there. You can't study enough. You can't give enough money to be able to write your name there yourself. But you see, it takes a relationship with him it takes giving up your life and submitting it to him and I want you to know Jesus gave his very life to ensure that your name could be put on that list 
Jesus gave his very life and sacrificed himself so that we would have access to that. And only he can write that name. Revelation 13 and 8. It says that all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of the Lamb of Life, slain from the foundation of the earth. It's the Lamb of God who holds that pen in his hand right now. Isn't it, a, it would be a, a, a pity, church. It would be a shame that my name would get blotted out of that book because I am more interested in doing things my way or having my own party. I want to have fun. I want to go out and, and do some things. <laughs> I personally know people that will sow wild oats six weeks a day and come to church and expect there to be a crop destruction doesn't happen that way. I want to live a life that's glorifying to him. But I want to live a life that says when this heart stops beating and this brain stops waving that I don't have to worry is my name written there. And I say this to the church. That I can't be good enough in myself for that. I can't do enough good deeds. But I want you to know there's a God who gave his very life for you. That says, I have given that and given you grace and mercy and given you the Holy Ghost so that you can overcome life. That you can overcome all this stuff. That you can live an overcoming life so that you can rest assured that your name will stay on that list. I hear of a do not call list. I don't even know if that's still in, is around anymore. I don't care I block one number because they're trying to sell me a car warranty oh, I thought I was the only one getting those and then I get another one the next day from another you see they're 217 numbers and I'm thinking it could be a potential customer so I asked We've got notice that your car warranty may have expired. So I wanted to stay on the phone and say, I want to know how much is a bumper-to-bumper -bumper warranty on my 72 VW Beetle. And see how long they stay on the phone. <laughs> but usually I just... So I don't know if that do not disturb list is even around anymore, if that you can still get your name on that. But is your name written in the Lamb's book of life. See, sometimes we need a reality check. We need to examine ourselves. Am I ready? Am I ready? Are you ready that if God should 
sound that trumpet before this message is even over to say, I'm ready, God. Because I've heard of people, I've had friends that would come up to me, I pray to God that he doesn't come back because I know I'm not ready right now. Stand with me. I told this story of a good friend of mine, Brad Jones. Older than me. But I remember him coming to every youth event that we had. I remember him rejoicing with us at the altar as a youth group. Well, Brad got more interested in and a girl that wasn't in church got more interested in doing other things outside of the youth group and outside of what we were doing as a church. And he got away from church, didn't, didn't come for a little while. And I remember it was a Friday night. We had our youth service. The power of God was just falling on this place. We were all around the altar, all the youth group. Brad was back kind of Sister Jessica about where you were you're sitting now while all of us were praying a couple of those guys went to Brad and said hey man why don't you come pray with us he said nah, not, not tonight not tonight thanks but went back to the altar and prayed we did our usual as a youth group going out to Happy Joe's Pizza afterwards I got home about 11 or 12 it was about 2 in the morning when the phone rang and it was my best friend Gary said that he got the phone call from from Julie that was Brad's sister younger sister in tears crying Brad never made it home that night where he lived was kind of out in the rural area and there was a, a county road that went up over railroad tracks with no no flashing lights and Brad thought that he could beat the train that was getting ready to cross so my friends picked me up and my dad said you can go middle early morning and we went to the the accident site we followed the path as a train drug his his car for it was an Amtrak going high speed that just drug his car a tremendous amount and I started crying because I, I found one of the sandals that Brad wore to church that night stark reality is that I'm not promised tomorrow. 
open up these altars. If you just need to come, if you just need to thank God that your name is written there, if you're not sure, I encourage you, please come and get things right with God. I would encourage you to come and pray because grace and mercy is in this place right now. The love of a father is in this place right now. If there's things that you think are hidden in your, in your heart that may hopefully God doesn't see, that you know is wrong, that you know you need to let go of, these altars are here tonight. Is your name on that list? I encourage you, come pray. Pour your heart out to God. Come on, we could turn this into a big prayer meeting, not only for us, but for the prodigals, for our families that aren't in church. Come on, let's open this altar up. Cry out to God.